From 12 News in Phoenix, Arizona, this is Downfall. The whole city of China is going to shut down for this game. We're ready to come out and show like the state of Arizona that Hamilton still has it. Similar to what happened in Penn State, people aren't going to want to be affiliated with that negative energy that's going on there. We believe that there is more than enough evidence. Hell on Earth, you know, would be a good way of summing it up. They're angry. Uh, they're upset that no one came forward. I don't know what I would have done different because we didn't know. I just want the Hamilton standard and name to be clear. A lot of people had a responsibility to protect these young children and they didn't. Their loved ones had a right to expect that they would be protected and they weren't protected. That's Daniel Raynack. He represents some of the Hamilton High School hazing victims. So far, none of the victims or the victims' families have wanted to talk to us on the record. And that's no surprise. We're talking about sexual assault. They don't want these details necessarily to come out. They have come out and now they have to deal with them and they're gonna to have to deal with them for the rest of their lives. So far, we're up to six confirmed victims. That doesn't mean there aren't any more. Those are just the ones who've come forward, who were cooperating with the cops. The lawsuit Raynak has filed alleges Coach Steve Bellis and the administration had information long before they reported it. And they're asking for $20 million. And I think that they're seeing the pain in these young men and it's affected them. I, they're angry. Uh, they're upset that no one came forward. There's certainly information out there that they knew about it and failed to report it, failed to tell the parents, which they're required to by law. The lawsuit came at about the same time as an avalanche of bad news for Hamilton. Chandler police already said Bellis should be charged with failure to report. The same with Principal Kevin James. The cops expanded that to one more administrator, Athletic Director Sean Rustad. Three adults, three teachers, three administrators, all accused of turning a blind eye to sexual assault taking place right under their noses. Let's talk some more about Arizona's failure to report law. The Arizona Attorney General's office has a section of its website just devoted to answering questions about it. For instance, if you're a teacher and you suspect some sort of child abuse, is it enough to report it to your boss? According to the AG's office, no. It's everyone's responsibility to make sure that suspicion gets to a cop or to Child Protective Services. In legal terms, it's a shall law. The law says a teacher shall immediately report or cause reports to be made to a cop or Child Protective Services. That's pretty clear. If you have a suspicion, you have to make sure a cop knows about it. Depending on what the abuse is, it could be a felony if you don't. Which brings us to a Chandler school board meeting. We figured since a major scandal had hit the district and school employees could be looking at criminal charges, parents would want answers. The school board might have an update for them or at the very least reassure them in some way. We were wrong on both counts. Good evening. I'd like to uh, convene the governing board. The room was almost empty. Less than two dozen people, as our reporter Ryan Cody described it. No one showed up. Um, some parents showed up for an unrelated uh, issue that they're having with the district. No. That seemed weird. I was shocked, honestly. I was shocked that something like this could be going on in a town like that where football is king. And, you know, I mean, I can't even tell you how much money is made by this program, but it's a lot. And it's a big reason why the school is what it is. And the booster club is what it is. And nobody showed up. We'll convene our regular scheduled school board meeting. That didn't stop Ryan from talking to school board president Robert Rice anyway, who looked as if he would rather be anywhere else. Are you expecting any parents or what would you expect to tell any parents here tonight that might be upset, wondering why three men who have criminal charges could possibly be facing are still at the school? 
Well, my understanding is there aren't criminal charges yet. They've been recommended to the uh, county attorney. The county attorney will make the assessment as to whether charges will get get uh, made against the, the gentleman. So we need to be accurate on on whether there are charges or not. And my understanding, there are not. Is that your understanding as well? There's not charges at the moment. They're recommended based right. on evidence from police at, at mm. and, and police. Not, not always do charges get, uh, get filed once they're recommended. So, um, you know, we believe we've taken the actions that are justified at this point. And uh, we're waiting to see what happens with the, uh, uh, the charges at the county attorney. And we'll take any subsequent action that's uh, required. Were all three men made aware of the their failure to report statute that they should know about? Uh, I, all three men are, I think, pretty aware. I haven't spoken with them personally, but they're pretty aware of the whole situation, so yes. That first part, that's a useless quibble. I have to defend Ryan here. He did say possibly facing charges. Rice either didn't hear it or flat out ignored it, but went out of his way to try and correct Ryan. That's called attacking the question, not answering it. His real answer was that they've done everything they're going to do so far. What are you doing to, to assure parents that their kids are safe at Hamilton High School? Uh... We have a staff that works every day incredibly hard to try to, to do the best they can for, for students, for parents. And um, um, so they can come to any of our schools, talk to anybody they'd like to, talk to our superintendent, talk to a board member, talk to the people in the school, and, and understand if, if they have concerns, you know, what are they, and we'll address those. I watched your raw interview. And they're trying to shut you down left and right. I mean, they did not seem happy, even though they agreed to the interview, they didn't seem happy to be talking at all. No, the president of the board didn't want to say anything. And he said what we expected him to say, that there's no charges yet. And until there are charges, there's not much that they can do in terms of taking another step. They felt like they've taken all the steps that are necessary. Um, and here's the interesting thing is that the only step, let's go back, the only step that has been taken is Steve Bellis is not the head coach of the football team. He's still employed by the district. He's still a teacher at the school. Um, but the athletic director, Sean Rustad, the principal, Ken James, they're still actively in their roles at the school. Um, and the under threat of charges um, or indictment. Pending. Yeah, we're all we're waiting to find out what happens there. But honestly, the best thing in their mind and this, if it comes that there are no charges out of this, which you never know. I mean, it, it, these things are hard to prosecute sometimes. Oh, we covered cases that we thought would be absolute slam dunks. And then grand jury returns, no bill, guy goes free. Right. And if no charges are filed, then they're going to end up looking like they did the absolute right thing. If charges are filed, I have a bad feeling it could it could be worse for them because they didn't take action beforehand. And a lot of this, let's let's go back all the way to the beginning. The charges that are that could be filed are all a direct result of lack of action. They're not a direct result of doing this or allowing it to happen. It's a failure to report, which means that essentially if they were charged with this, that they're being charged for knowing about something after the fact and failing to do something about it, failing to report it to authorities. And if in the end charges are brought up, if, again, it's all if, then what's going to happen then? Then you're going to look back and go, well, once again, they didn't take action when they could have or should have reasonably known something happened. 
Some school records are also public records in Arizona. We requested everything we could from the Chandler School District. What we got was a mound of paperwork, email communications about the hazing incidents. Those emails came to Charlie Edsity, the first batch from February of 2017, before the arrest, but while the investigation was already underway. I'll play Charlie's entire piece from that day. In an email dated February 10th, someone sends a note to the Hamilton High School resource officer and a district administrator saying, quote, it may be nothing, but I keep hearing it over and over. A football player I believe is on varsity at Hamilton told several other players he was sexually assaulted by other varsity players. The email goes on to detail this player's claims that he was leaving the shower when other players took his towel, bent him over and sexually assaulted him. A line in the email reads, quote, according to the victim, this is a rite of passage and occurs regularly. The email set off a chain of responses, all of them unaware of the situation. Six days later, an email thread between a Hamilton teacher and the parent of one of the victims who asks that all school assignments be emailed because the student will not be coming back to class. The parent explains the situation, saying an, quote, anonymous tip was reported after seeing the victim in the locker room alone crying. The athletic director talked to him about it, but no one contacted me. The victim was afraid to tell me because he knew what my reaction would be. I am furious, end quote. The teacher responds with, quote, I did hear the other day that was happening, but I had no idea that blank was the victim. And several weeks later, on March 29th, after police had made six arrests, angry emails from Hamilton High parents to Principal Ken James, one from a football parent reads, quote, the football program is run on nothing more than a desire to win games. And it goes on to say, quote, the cost is consistent bad behaviors on and off the field by thinking there are no consequences, end quote. The principal responds saying there have been discussions this year with football coaches and administrators writing, quote, we have expressed concerns and have said things need to change. I know they are putting some things in place. So word was getting out, at least in 2017. Parents had heard rumors of the hazing. You even heard one say the football team refused to punish players no matter what they did. We had requested a lot more documents than that. Since the cops had told us the hazing allegedly started way back in 2015, we requested that too. That's when we found out that Chandler's email system purges all emails after 90 days. According to the police report, it's the district's agreement with Microsoft. So district policy is to have each individual employee save everything on their own computer or other media. You can probably guess how well that works. All records or any rumors of suspicions before 2017 were most likely long gone. It was time to get our lawyer involved. Next week on Downfall, the dam breaks. New victims come forward, accusations of destroying evidence, and more charges recommended. Downfall was produced by 12 News and me, William Pitts. Special thanks to Charlie Edsity and Ryan Cody. Visit Downfall online at 12news.com downfall.